Up until now in the parak, we have been discussing <coughs> under what circumstances a field is considered to be two fields for payah. Uh, starting with Mishnah Vav, so we get into the topic of how much is considered to be a big enough field that you're chayiv to take payah. And uh, then from there on, so we discuss different dinim that happen to do with kol shehu, because the fourth and final shita uh, of the size of a field for payah is that a field of any size is chayiv and payah. That's the shita of Rabbi Akiva, and that's how the Rambam paskins. Uh, Lemaisa, there are four different shitas brought in the Mishnah as to how big the field has to be. The first of which is the biggest uh, field. That is that the field has to be approximately ten and a half amis by ten amis. The next next shita is something slightly less than that, uh, although put in other terms, as we'll see in the Mishnah. The third shita is that it has to be about an amma by an amma. And the third shita and the fourth shita, Rabbi Akiva, is that it uh, has to only be a kol shehu, a field of any size, is chayiv and peah. Uh, from there, we go on and we say that not only is a kosher who mechayev but also a field of any size is chayev and bikurim. You need to take the first fruits of the base of mikdash. A uh, field of any size is good enough to write a prusible on. We'll discuss that more in a second. And uh, it's also big enough to make a Kenyan Agav, and we'll discuss this more as we go through it in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, L'aylam hu mishum... <clears throat> Sorry. Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Lezer says, Karka base Reva. A karka, a piece of karka that you can plant a, uh, a quarter of a kav of, uh, of seed is Chayev Bepeya. Chayev is Bepeya. That uh, that works out to being about ten and a half amas by ten ten amas. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says that it has to be amount of seed that will produce two saw worth of fruit, and that is uh, what's it called? That's a little bit less than the first shita. Rab Tarfan, I remember Rab Tarfan says, Shishal Shisha Tfachim, six Tfachim by six Tfachim, which is approximately Nama by Nama. Um, and uh, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra, I remember today, Liktsar Velishnais. Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra says another, uh, another Shita, that's actually a fourth Shita, there are five. Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra says that any time a person can grab a handful of wheat, cut it, and do the same thing a second time, that's a big enough field. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Karka kol shehu Rabbi Akiva says that even a, a karka of any size is chayv Uba bikurim, and also in bikurim. Um, if a field of any size, you have to take the first fruits of the base of mikdash. V'lichtoi v'lov prusbel, and you can write a prusbel um, based on that karka. The halacha of prusbel is, is that min <coughs> somebody is not allowed to collect any debts owed to him um, during, uh, during Shemitah. Shemitah, well, Shemitah wipes out all, all debts that, that uh, were owed to a person. However, Hill was metakein that you can write a contract called a prusbel by which basically 
people give their debts over to Beisden, and uh, then afterwards you're allowed to collect the debt. Uh, now, in order to write a prusbal, the leva, the borrower, has to have land, because when you have land, so the land has a lien on it, and it goes to the malva, and the malva has a lien on the land of the lova, and it's considered as if it was already uh, collected. So you need land to write a prusbal on. Any any um, any amount of land is uh, considered to be good enough. Also, any amount of land, so you can buy metaltalin with the land, um, with a kinyan that will be good for the karka. This is talking about a kinyan called kinyan agav. Metaltalin generally are only nicknamed by Meshicha or Hagba. You pull them, you pick them up. Uh, you can't be kona metaltalin with a Kenyan Kasef, at least Durabonin, or with a Shtar, or with Chazaka. But if one is making such a Kenyan on a piece of land, so uh, he, he pays money for it, or he writes a contract, or he uh, locks somebody else out, other forms of Chazaka, and one decides that he is going to be Kona um, Metaltalin, or Makna, the Metaltalin Agav Karka, along with the Kenyan of Karka, so that works as well. The piece of Karka only has to be um, a Kolshehu. In Mishnah Zayim, we go into other halachas uh, about Kolshehu. We uh, talk about Matna Shriv Meira, and we talk about somebody um, somebody giving his wife a piece of land before he dies, and when that replaces the Ksuba. The din of a matna shchiv is that if somebody is deathly ill and he gives away his property, so we say matna shchiv damu. You don't need a ma'isa kinyan. Uh, however, a matna shchiv also has a uh, what's it called? It also has a leniency that one can be choser on it. And even if one made a ma'isa kinyan, he can still be choser. He can still change his mind. Um, so here we're going to have a halacha that anybody who left over property for himself, so uh, <clears throat> then his his matana is not considered to be a matna shchiv mira, um, and the, he would not be able to be choser. However, on the on the other hand, if he didn't leave over karka of a kol shahu, so then um, then his 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 matana would be considered to be a matna shchiv mira. And he would be able to be choser on such a matana. Another case where kolshu who comes up is uh, there's a din that let's say <coughs> that a person uh, divvies out all of his property and he writes in the contract that this son should get this piece of property, the other son should get this piece of property, and he writes that his wife should get this piece of property. So we say that there's an implicit assumption is that if his wife gets property in the will, she doesn't collect her ksuba, which is money which is allotted to her, that in the event that the husband dies or is divorced, she can support herself. Um, the Tanakama says as long as it's written in, written in so any karka, karka culture who she loses her ksuba. Rabbi Yaisi says that even if there's an oral agreement, but uh, we don't paskin like that, we paskin that it has to be written into the ksuba. So the Mishnah says as follows, HaKaysev Nechasav Shchiv Somebody who writes his nechasim out as a shchiv giving them away to various people. Shir Kalka Karka Kol If he leaves over 
any amount of karka for himself. So that does not have a din of a matna shchiv meira, where he can where he can uh, renege matna matana. Whatever kinyan was uh, was made and was put into the contract, so that's already done. But if he gave away all of his karka in this fashion, writing it into the contract, then he can renege on the contract because it's a matna shchivmira, even if you made a kinyan, so you can still be, you can still renege. Somebody who uh, writes in the contract, all the property goes to his sons, and he writes, that his wife gets a certain amount of karka, any amount of karka, she, she loses the right to her ksuba. Rabbi Yesi says, if she accepts it, even orally, even though it wasn't written into the contract, she still loses her contract. The halacha is not like Rabbi Yesi.